0: Hey, Jeff. Hey, Eric. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? Doing well, thank you. This is day number four of Quarantine Radio.
1: Yes, although it feels like day number four.
0: (laughs) Uh, We have a great lineup today. Yeah. David Cho, one of our best friends who lives here in New York City, He worked at College Humor. He worked for uh, Grantland and ESPN. Most importantly, he works with Justin Timberlake now. Shout out to Justin. Shout out to David. Uh, Justin doesn't know us. One of them. Justin's not listening. Who knows who's going to be on tomorrow, guys? Yeah. Day number five of quarantine radio. I think that Justin Justin has, like, better things to worry about (laughs)
1: than... Thinking about our conversation with David Cho. Uh,
0: no one, offense, David. One of my favorite things is that anytime we'll, we'll be in a restaurant or at a uh, grocery store or something like that, <laughs> and Justin Timberlake's music is playing in the background. And we let David know? Yeah, you text him and you're just like, hey, please tell Justin that his music <laughs> is on the radio. <laughs> it's great. When we're in a car, whenever. It's, it's a, a good it's bit. Awesome. It's a great bit. I don't, I don't think he's told him. But he should. He should. It's important. Yeah. Uh, then we have Shea Serrano on mm-hmm. the Shea- uh, best-selling author, New York Times. Yeah. Is he a uh, three-time
1: New York Times best-selling author? He's. I. I. Every time he does something, it's best-selling. But I
0: can't remember how many times he's done things. Let's call him New York Times best-selling author. Yeah, Shea, Shea Serrano. Serrano uh, down in Texas, mm-hmm. and then we have JoJo, mm-hmm. the acclaimed singer, Grammy award-winning singer. Yes, JoJo who has uh, a song out right now called Man. It's wild to me that, like, because,
1: you know, we had her on our podcast very early on. Five years ago, yeah. And we weren't good at what we were doing. <laughs> no. And for some reason, she took a real liking to us. Yeah. And, like, followed us back and, like, all that stuff. And she was the first person to say, when we announced
0: doing this, I she was like, I this. want to be on this. Pretty awesome. Yeah. First thing we're going to do mm-hmm. is get on the phone with David Show. Yes. And here's what we're going to do. We're going to do... FaceTime audio. Mm-hmm. Let's see if this works.
2: Yeah.
1: Hey. Wow, David, you sound so clear.
2: I know, right?
1: Well, not actually, anymore. I, I yeah. don't think you do.
2: Really, you don't? Th- I mean, this is a more clear way to communicate than like cell phone. I mean, this whatever. sounds
0: great. It's just like when you switch from your uh, air AirPods or whatever AirPods, I think this is like Carrie uh, Hilson's whole thing with five G. No, it's like... I mean that, that's
2: I, that's a crazy person. Like <laughs> calling someone via like, do were you have you guys been calling people by like, dialing like the phone number?
0: Correct. Uh, yes, we we dialed.
2: This is better fidelity than that.
0: For you think? Sure. You think so?
2: No, no. It's like that's definitive. Like you... there's not like that's why like the Daily and all of them like do all their interviews like with Skype. The real, like, kind of like insane psycho way to do it is to do it where I we have the conversation. I record it on my phone. Yeah, you record it on your side, and then you combine the two audio files. Right, right. Is so that what you don't want have to do? Any of them. <laughs> I mean, no. I, I'd, Eric would have to do it. That, I don't have to do shit. That
0: is is very psycho uh, behavior, David. Uh, you live downtown. Oh, you guys
2: are fucking. This is all recording, isn't it? This it isn't, is. Like, us talking.
0: No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, what did you think this was?
2: <laughs> No, I just thought it was like one of those things, like where we could have like normal us talk and then talk to in front of everyone. You know,
0: I I mean, but I've
2: seen the YouTube videos, so I know that this is all going to go out there, and I forgot that for a second.
0: What What is normal talk between all of us?
2: I don't know. Just talking more shit about people. Like we're not going (laughs) to talk shit about anyone by name. I guess. (laughs) Like I'm not going to disparage anyone. Like actually, but whatever. David, how are you guys?
0: I, I hanging in. Yeah,
1: uh, David, we, you just posted a video of people in Italy uh, playing "My Heart Will Go On" on <laughs> keyboard, and then a neighbor was playing on saxophone. They joined in. Um, is that the least the song you would least want to hear?
2: It's not about even like the least thing. I, I just think it's like I'm. Here's the thing: like I don't want to shit on it because I think it's great that like people are like finding joy in these things, and like obviously you guys know that For the last like year or maybe a little bit less, I've been very much on like, let's not expend negative energy on shit because it's like not worth the time. But um, I don't know, like, isn't that kind of the worst thing that could ever occur? It's like (laughs) your neighbors are just like, all right, fuck it. (laughs) We're only gonna be playing loud music that we're playing ourselves to everyone. It's like, that's like in any other situation, you'd be like, oh, this fucking shit. Uh, but do know. you I mean it's like it's good for them.
0: Do you know any of your neighbors?
2: Yeah, I know my neighbor, one of my neighbors was on the board on the co op board when I interviewed, but like we don't really talk. There's a older woman I talk to when I do laundry sometimes or when I see her. Um there's a couple of randoms, but like obviously like I had to interview to get into my building. So like I know those people, but generally I mean like I don't I'm not a big strangers guy. But no, but you, they, they, really- they,
1: they, they, once you talk to them, they're not strangers anymore.
2: Yeah, 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 okay, how about this? I'm not a big, like, let's be friends with everyone guy, but I do <laughs> think that – I that was one of the things that really worried me about the corona situation where I was like – there are, like – I mean, I live in, like, a building that has been around for a while, and, like, a lot of people have lived here for, like, 45, 50 years, and it's just, like, I know that those people are super at risk, and, like, there's, like – like, there's a woman I did my laundry next to yesterday who's, like – probably like in her late 70s or something like that you know it's just like fuck i don't want something to happen to her like we have a super in our building who's probably in his 70s as well it's like i gotta be really really careful so yeah
1: yeah. i was Uh, um, serious i was in line at the grocery store there was a big line and there was a woman who who could not get around from living single (laughs) (laughs) yeah She, she couldn't get around the line because she was afraid that she would fall, so I let her in front of me, and I would have let her in front of me anyway. She was an, an older woman, and she only had two things, and um, and her arms were shaking because the half-and-half half that she was holding it was, too was like, too heavy for her. And so I just – um, I made conversation with her, but, it you know, you just see how vulnerable certain people are. Have you
2: – Well, it's cool to see some of the stores doing stuff like the Trader Joe's. I know it's, like, doing, like – they're open for the first half hour yeah, hours just for before. elderly people for yeah, yeah. older people yeah i think that's really cool
0: david have you been to uh, a bunch of stores where you've interacted with people
2: i've been i obviously was, like, was stocking up i did most of my shopping like at the end of last week i went to a place a few days ago but i mean it's been pretty wild like the the first i guess the first day we were shopping was like on thursday i want to say or maybe friday and like it was fucking, I mean, it was a shit show, show, and it's it's funny, it's like, I was at a store on, I guess, yeah, maybe it was Friday, where, um, like, where there's a line, obviously, and there's, like, one, and this kind of thing, it's, like, it's her fault for doing this, but, like, there's one girl who was, I'm not, I mean, she was a little Asian-looking, who, like, had the sniffles and was coughing and, like, wasn't coughing into her, into her, like, sleeve, and I was, like, and then everyone in line is, like, and we're all in line waiting, and she's, like, going to pick up chicken or something, it's, like, everyone's, like, what are you doing? It's, like, you gotta be, like, responsible. It's just, like, you can't, you know, I don't know, the whole thing's fucking... Crazy. do you know
0: or, anybody who actually like has gone out not like in the last couple of days but like maybe this past weekend when people were still going to like brunch or going to like... I mean, yeah lenny
2: i guess well that... <laughs> <laughs>
0: shout, shout out to lenny s who said that he was at the dumbo uh soho house, soho house. Soho house.
2: <laughs> i can't even imagine i, I mean i was like i was walking by something on friday night because like I, like i was telling you guys like i'm like trying to like at least, at least like walk around just so i'm not like fucking going crazy but um and also like gaining like 15 pounds but <laughs> i was um i walked by like a bar on friday and it was just like packed and i was like like dba on second avenue i was like what the fuck are these assholes doing it's so stupid
0: is that like and
2: it's just so irresponsible
0: yeah they're just they're trying for like one last i think hurrah. it's one of those
2: things like no one understands like the reality of the situation until like it really becomes you know it, it really uh, like it affects them in any way i mean we're all like fucking selfish horrible human beings but.
1: Yeah, but also i think that the fact that it takes so long to incubate in people's bodies because like it takes like two weeks and so yeah
2: or sometimes you might have it and you might not even show symptoms it's yeah so
1: yeah it's not like you know I, I was reading a book about um right before this even all started i, I was reading a book about the hiv crisis
0: in the 80s Ugh,
2: and jeff was on coat corona so early
0: yeah like, and before it became cool <laughs> and then chernobyl yeah. this is a very like dark sort of like side I just think it's a jeff, yeah, yeah. dark world yeah. but anyway but um
2: yeah no i i definitely believe this is like a common theme amongst like multiple text sorry jeff to cut you off but like a multiple theme on text threads i'm on is just like i think a lot of us have just become like really radicalized and like this is on some carrie hilson should of like you know maybe America's an experiment just didn't work it was like fucking time to time to call it quits and make it like a fucking you wait know. that's not where i was going with this <laughs> i know i just wanted to interject that with some real psycho shit
1: but like so yeah i i um i feel like my twitter has just like gone like so far left where it's just like capitalism doesn't work and you know um how come socialism only works in an emergency and um so i think that we will see how this all ends up, like, you know, if uh, if society just completely craters or if it's...
2: Well, just it's a- tough to say, like, anything is definitively right or wrong in, like, a lot of these hypothetical situations. Like, it, like, obviously, I'm, like, fairly progressive and I'm for Medicare for all and all that stuff. But, like, it's kind of like, okay, well, so what's the version that works? And I don't think... Uh, anyone who says, like, oh, well, this is the answer, I think is... Like that's the only person that you can say definitively is wrong. It's like none of us know, but like we just have to try our best. And like, uh, it's funny. It's like I'm more sympathetic to the type of like um, the type of person who's uh, who who says, "Listen, I don't believe in the government. I want to keep all my money. Like whatever." It's like, all right, fine. I guess like that's a very fair opinion to like have. You know, like you can have that opinion, and like it. I I don't agree with it, but I get it it's more like the people who are like apathetic and like don't give a shit and also are like standing by as like racism is happening very rampantly. It's like, yeah, you can't, we can't not say that like over the last four years or three and a half years or whatever, that like people feel more okay being actively like outwardly racist than they have been before. It's like passive racism is obviously a huge, still issue or still a huge issue, but like, you know, active racism is like very, very high. It's yeah. Like, well, yeah. I mean, that's gotta be attributed to something. Like there's I, only been one big like systemic change.
0: And yeah. And David, like you and I were discussing uh, earlier this morning, it was a little tough to get going yesterday. This morning though, I got up a, a little earlier. Um, I didn't necessarily fall into the same pitfalls as previous days where I'm like reading Twitter and just like taking all the heaviness onto, you know, my shoulders. And I went outside And this is a very small thing, but I went to go get coffee and I heard... You went to go get coffee? I did, yeah. That's interesting. I heard... So what is
2: it like in there?
0: uh, There's no seats and there's like one or two people working, which is not too far from the norm, but there's like two people working there. There was one woman in front of me and when she was paying, I stood six feet from her. And when she finished, she said, I'm sorry, I'll get out of my way now for you. And then walked to the other side of the store and then I you know, I paid by credit card, got my coffee and I left. But the thing that was important to me was I saw other people walking wherever they were going and I heard construction and I was like, you know what, at least there's drilling, at least there's like buildings going up and there's some semblance of normalcy. But what I do want to say is that we're not going to go back to a, a normal, quote unquote normal, that we had... A month ago or two months ago or three months ago no it's going to be a new normal this is like it's like nine eleven in that sense where it's like
2: well yeah i mean it's very weird it's like you kind of see like the disruption of like all of our existing systems kind of shows that like okay well what were essential systems and what weren't and i think it's a really interesting like that's a, like obviously like who knows like when movie theaters will open again or when like, yeah. sports will happen again it's just like we have no idea what the fuck is going to happen and i think it's a I don't know it's like it's interesting it as like a anthropological experiment you know what I mean it's obviously like horrible that like people are dying and like obviously like more me- more people die as like you know as time goes on but it's just it's just a very very like it's it's interesting to see how we as a culture all react to this thing that's completely like, there are very few things in like in our lives that are like completely brand new that affect the entire world at the same time and I think that like as a premise is a really really interesting one it's like but i don't know i mean it, it's funny it's like i was at the store yesterday to buy um or i went to the pharmacy across the street like a small local pharmacy that has like so it's like a small structure it's like a small room and um i was getting some like nyquil or something to, like sleep and uh and there were two older women in front of me like probably both in the like 50s 60s and like one woman was standing in line behind the other one and she was just like she's like my husband's at risk please stay away from me it's like i'm not trying to get the virus and i was like bro like i get it that you're stressed but like we have to like talk better to each other it's like this woman wasn't doing anything like rude to you and like she might have like taken a step towards you that she probably shouldn't have but it's like there's a way to be more polite it's so interesting just to see like how everyone's interacting and how everyone's reacting and i don't know it's like even like when i was tweeting that thing like kind of being like oh, i thing in italy sounds horrible it's like well Uh, You know, I don't but it's also like you don't want to be a dick to people if they're doing things that are like great for them or like they're giving them joy. You know what I mean? Like I that's a very like that 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 to me has been something that's been really interesting to see, like how people choose to communicate with other people in this like particular situation where it's just like, what the fuck is going on?
1: Um, How are you know, you you uh, you live by yourself. How are you dealing with the idea of just like being alone all the time? I know that you're not like the most sociable person but like you Wait, know that
2: what, what the fuck is that supposed <laughs> to be? meaning that you like <laughs> I'm a very sociable person. I just find
0: you misanthropic and mean. Yeah, <laughs> is what I, I'm trying to say.
2: I'm very active socially. Are you saying yeah. that
0: David's like Howard Hughes? Wait, well,
2: I I'm, actually, I just don't think that, that David's like I'm not with Jeff. <laughs> when I'm when
1: David's myself. not with me then David doesn't exist. But like so yeah. but my my question is like you know you you it's not like you're always out all the time hitting every event. I'm saying that like yes, you no, are I mean, used to being to events, by yourself, I,
2: like I go to dinner, like you know that's what true I mean? I'm not it's like that's the thing like I'm not like going to like big like fucking functions, but i I feel like I see, like I well no I, I, go, I, I generally well, go out
1: to eat what I'm, I'm trying to day. say is that you're you're somebody who's comfortable being alone so but i but am I'm not sure how comfortable you are being alone all the time
2: uh, I'm pretty cool with that, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I, I that part of it hasn't really, like, fucked me up. I think being inside nonstop is, like, more of a factor than, like, anything else. It's, like, like I've been, like, I told you guys on text this morning. It's, like, I, like, ran up and down, like, our stairs, like, three or four times last night. Like, eight flights, like, down and up just because I was, like, I fucking am getting fat. And, like, I feel so, like, non, like, so lethargic. It's, like, I've got the windows open everywhere so that, like, there's, like, fresh air coming in and out and, like, whatever. Like, yesterday, I don't think I left, which is fucking crazy. But today, like, I'm definitely leaving and, like, I'll I'll be very active. But, yeah, I mean, I'm not. Yeah, I've I've been okay.
0: Is it it selfish whatsoever to do work these days?
2: No, I think you have to do work. How can you not do work? Because it's... Like, like, isn't that the only thing you can do?
1: Well, yeah, but there's a lot of people who aren't like working on the other end so like to to ask people to you know think about deals that could be happening like three months down the line it's just like i don't even know bro like is there is there gonna be money uh, like then like i don't i don't know
2: yeah i mean i've i've been i've been working pretty hard and that's when like when we were talking about like monday versus tuesday like monday to me i got a ton of stuff done and I was really really productive yesterday it was like a little bit slower because it was kind of like that first day of school versus like the second week of school sort of thing where it's like the first day like your notes are incredible and all that stuff and then like by the second week you've kind of tailed off but today's been good up until we're talking because obviously this is definitely not work but um I thought this was pretty
0: productive yeah yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean on
1: our end (laughs) yeah
2: but I but no I, I think working is really really important obviously like like I don't think I think everyone's or people that have jobs that can work, I think are all working at like at least 80 to 90% of what they normally work at has been my general sense. Like, obviously like people at the label that I work with, like are all working, you know, like all the RCA people are working like trolls is coming out on April 10th on video on demand. Oh, it is and, uh, a premium good video. Plug. On- yeah, it's actually good. Pretty plug, David. <laughs> it's like, well, it's, it's interesting in the sense that like, and I don't, I, definitely didn't have anything to do with the decision by any means. But one of the things like I said early on, I was like, listen, like what if we just did a streaming thing? Cause everyone's stuck at home. No, yeah. there's like a huge, there's huge issues with the theater relationships and how that works. But thankfully like, all the theaters closed yesterday or not thankfully, but like obviously the theaters closed yesterday, so they get it. And then, um, it's just a lot less money. It's like the video on demand thing is going to be 20 bucks for, I think a two day rental on most like on YouTube, mm-hmm. iTunes, mm-hmm. all that stuff. But, you know if you think of like a family going to see like Trolls World Tour it's like let's say you're a family and you're a parent with two kids taking the kids to see the movie it's like that's generally in like a New York or even in a normal city that's like what is that 45 dollars in revenue like we're only going to get 20 bucks of that and the kids will be able to see it multiple times over the course of two days it's yeah. like a significantly smaller pot but i think it's one of those things like again like talking about the shifting paradigms of the world and like things that actually force us to change like the way we do things it's like will this affect, like, will this change the way movies are released moving forward? Like, well, I don't
0: know. How about the uh, ESPN decision with the Jordan documentary? Well, there isn't a decision it? there.
2: There's no decision there. They're not done with it yet. Like, they haven't, like, fully locked or anything. Like Right. As a, I, I say this, like, the if they had, like, uh, they were, they, there was a call about it yesterday, and, like, if the documentary is not completely, completely done, I will say about that documentary, something to get excited about is, like, that um it's gonna be the first time you see michael jordan play in hd which is a fucking crazy thing to think yeah like i saw some of it i guess it was two weeks ago or three weeks ago and it's like it's so shocking and like as a person who's like i love lebron and like i think lebron and everything he's built is amazing i think it kind of like really drives home that jordan because all he cared about was being uh, there, there's something like psychologically that i think makes jordan Better than LeBron, which I think will be an interesting thing you see when you watch this documentary. But I feel like from the very beginning, you kind of get the sense of what, who he was and what it is. And it's, it's really, really, really good.
0: Yeah. But also, like, you know, ESPN is not uh, unaware of the fact that they have to fill time, you know? They're, yeah. They're, uh, well, I mean, the
2: original premiere, also like the original premiere of the documentary was packed to the finals. So it was going right, to be like, right. any day the finals weren't happening would be a Jordan doc, which yeah. is like kind of a great release mechanism um but no i yeah, i'm curious to see what actually ends up happening with that i'm sure they'll probably put it out sooner rather than later because they have nothing you guys gotta put that phone on silent oh can oh, it- you hear it yeah that's what i'm saying the fidelity of the audio is much
0: better <laughs> For you hours. guys
2: will see you're gonna see because what am i the what what sequence will i be in the
0: you are the number podcast? one yeah uh shay serrano okay, so, shay Serrano's after you oh shit you're doing shay yeah and then we have <laughs> uh jojo the singer coming on third so good oh a, good, wow. a, good episode for your boys yeah
2: really yeah i mean i love being on the same episode as shay wait I, like, how do you feel I, I'm, I'm,
1: start, how do you feel because uh david you were you were saying we should just do one guest an episode you know we're four days in how do you feel about uh three guests per episode
2: I think one would be better personally I think because the no I mean an hour and a half is a lot. is a lot you know it's like the episode like I I haven't been able to finish it in one setting I guess because I'm like also working so I don't want to like have it on the entire time yeah but it's like I think I mean it's tough it's tough to say right it's like there are a lot of people who aren't doing anything right now and like probably want as much content as possible it's right. like I don't like uh it's also tough where it's like I mean I like have been skipping around a lot too. Like, not with anyone I know, obviously. Like, I'll listen to all of Julie Ruin. Like, I listen to all of Rem. Like, I listen to all of Lenny. But it's like, there's certain people where it's like, okay, I don't really know you. I don't know if, like, there's a, like, I kind of got, I'm sure people are like that with me. It's like, I'm sure they're me fucking about, like, breaking down America. And like, okay, this person's a fucking psychopath. Like, let's go. But, um, but I, I don't know. That's my, that's my personal take on it. Like, I think one would be tighter. And, like, even if you did three, it's like, I just think it's going to be hard to say what happens like a week from now or like 3 weeks from now. You know what I mean when you've burned through like 15 people a week. It's uh, just like
0: David, 3 weeks from now, we're just going to be doing like me, you and Jeff. That's it.
2: Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I mean, Julia said yesterday like we were talking about you guys and and she was like I want to ho- like I want to hopefully become a regular. I was like, and that's when I texted her. I was like, "Wait, yeah. do you guys have regulars?" Like I Wait, you I stole love- Julia's <laughs> idea. <laughs> Oh, I mean, I think it was like a stealing thing. I just, like, it was a question. I mean, to me, it's one of those things, like, I'd like to get to a place where we have a premise of what we're talking about on, yeah. like, a Thursday or a Friday, yep. and we just check in about that specific thing. Well, like, well, I think once, as you guys are doing this, I think you'll evolve into, like, figuring out, like, specific tropes for certain people. Oh, for you know sure. What I mean? Yeah, for sure. At and, some, like, at some, some just, point, this like, will
0: get good, right? <laughs>
2: Well, I mean, right now, it's just like very much. I mean, I think it's very like you guys didn't plan this. It wasn't something you knew that was coming. Right. And you just kind of started doing it. Yeah. Well,
1: and... I knew it was coming. Like I said, I was
0: reading the HIV <laughs> book. All right, David. <sighs> David, have a have a great walk outside. Uh, we will be calling you again because you'll be like Julia, one of our regulars.
2: Yeah. I'm a, I mean, can I get a, I guess we can't because you can't do multiple people on FaceTime out here. I would just love to like. Prank, not prank, but like kind of do the thing from like Mean Girls where it's like Shay's on it and she doesn't know I'm on it and then you ask him a question about me and then I'm just like, what the fuck?
0: (laughs) All right, David, have a a good rest of of your day. day. We will. All right, all right,
3: later.
0: Also, oops, nope, damn. Well, it worked so well until the very end, yeah. And uh, you wanted him off that phone call, what's going on, boys? How are you? We just got off the phone with David Cho, he was guest number one. He says hi.
3: Oh, David chose the worst. <laughs> to go to hell. Uh,
0: how are you holding up these days?
3: <clears throat> I'm good. We're just at the house. Uh, all five of us are here, just trying to stay out of each other's way.
0: Yeah.
1: So you started this crisis with three kids. You still have three kids.
3: Yeah. Right now, we right now we do. <laughs> it's, a little, it's, it's a little iffy for one of them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> have you? Uh, have you like? tuned out the news or are you like fully engaged
3: i i don't check in on the news until the night usually during the day i'm doing whatever uh so i try to make it a point not to not to go too much on twitter or if i do get on twitter i just live in my mentions only Um, people don't send me coronavirus stuff they mostly like 35 people this morning sent me a clip of Michael Irving explaining why the Texans tra- traded DeAndre. So like that, kind of, <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff I want to see. So if I just go in my mentions, there you are. But yeah, Lar- Laramie and I, we try to stay away from it until all the kids go to sleep. And then we're like, alright, let's see what, what new awful shit has happened so far.
0: Well, have you had the chance to really sit down and talk to the kids about this?
3: Yeah, we talked to them about it when they when school got canceled, uh, school got canceled for down here. They announced it for just one week in the district that the boys are in, the twins are in. Yep. And so we told them, "Hey, you're not you're not going to be going back to school this week." They asked why. We started explaining the situation to them. They, uh, you know, they asked a couple of questions. You know, how serious is this? This sort of thing. And we just we just told them what we what we knew and what we felt like they needed to know. So uh, how are, you know, how,
0: are, how are they holding up?
3: they're super pumped <laughs> they're fucking love <laughs> that's how you know that's how kids are the the baby the younger one he's seven uh, he's got like a like a group chat basically on fa- on FaceTime him and two of his friends from school who live in the same neighborhood as us they play all the time together they just get on FaceTime and and they like watch TV together or ride a little skateboard around the house together it's really cute the other two they, you know, I don't. Know. I haven't seen them in a couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably in their room playing on their phone. Is my guess. I hope.
0: Do they have any like uh, movies that are on like repeat that you're just sick of at this point?
3: Nah, the the, the kids have never been. Wait, do you hear
0: that noise? Yeah, is it like is it a, a train or a plane?
3: Yeah, that's an airplane. Nice flying over us. Um, that now, must be boys... like
1: what it feels like to go outside.
3: Because <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, I haven't saying... been. <laughs> so fortunately, we have a, a patio in our house, and we just cleaned it all up yesterday. It was super dirty because nobody went out there during the winter. But we cleaned it up yesterday, so now I'm sitting out here. Nice. Mind, of my, own, mind of my own business. Uh, no, we don't have any movies or anything that are on repeat. None of the kids, not the twins, not the baby, have ever been like big into watching TV. At at most, the baby watches these These like YouTube channels, right? Um, But they're but no, like we're not watching Frozen again and again. again.
1: (laughs) What YouTube channels are is your kid uh, like subscribed to?
3: Oh, there are a few of them. Some of them I like. Some of them I don't. There's one guy named Coyote Peterson. Oh yeah, he you know Coyote Peterson. Yeah, he gets stung
0: by big uh, insects.
3: So that guy, I like. Yeah, yeah, he allows himself to get like. Um today I'm gonna let a bullet ant sting me or whatever. Then he just <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that guy's cool. He does wildlife stuff. I like him. There's also this weird like subgroup of YouTubers who build uh fish tanks. Like they get a swimming pool and they'll dig a hole in their yard, put the little tiny like one of them little toddler swimming pools in the ground and then fill it with fish and they you know, they just I don't know, it's weird, but I like it. <laughs> yeah. and, those ones I like. The ones that I don't like are these two guys who do pancake art.
1: Oh, my God. I thought you were going to talk about us. I definitely thought that, too. <laughs>
3: yeah. And uh, uh, those are the two that I don't like. The, the, they're just so loud and just screaming <laughs> the whole time.
0: <laughs> I've I've gotten over the last year like heavily into car restoration and into uh, engine rebuilds. And this is from a guy oh, who yeah. hasn't owned a car in – 13 years and lives in New York City where I don't need a car but I watch all these YouTube videos and and by the way they're all from like dudes in Kansas and like Oklahoma and Florida and all that stuff and so I watch these videos because I think it's about the process right it's about starting somewhere and finishing a job but I'm so concerned that they're not gonna you know make the effort considering that I don't know this is a, a thing that needs to be done, like, indoors and not necessarily for me.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad watches a bunch of those, too. But he but he is like a mechanic. Like, he knows how to fix shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? I do. It's a, it's, it's a functional thing for him.
1: Um, Shay, you know that we have a series with the locks where we watch movies called Two Jews and Two Black Dudes Review the Movies. Uh, you were invited to be on it. My question is, what movie do you want to watch with Us and the Locks?
3: Uh, my first place pick is Mean Girls. Do you oh, like Mean Girls? wow. Yes.
0: That would be great to watch with them, by the way.
3: I love Mean Girls. It's a, it's a, it's a super, super smart movie that has never really gotten the attention that uh, it deserves. And
0: I've coincidentally, David said that in a in a in another world where we could do group like FaceTime audio, he yeah. would be on the phone call, you would say something negative about him, and he would just jump in like it was Mean Girls.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. That one <laughs> That would have been good. That would have been a a good move. I love Mean Girls. It's so it's just such a good movie. Just good, smart, tight writing, which I really appreciate.
1: It is. Are you like the cool mom?
3: <laughs> no, absolutely not. Uh, I think everybody gets that sense from me. I'm like the fun, awesome, cool dad. Well, I'm not. I'm just a grumpy old Mexican man <laughs> yelling, yelling at everybody all the time. We did this game the other day. We're sitting around the table, and I was hanging out with, with the baby, and he was like, Daddy, say five nice things about me. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, all right. And I'm like, uh, you're, you're smart, you're funny, you're handsome, you're – you're good at whatever. I gave him his five, and then <laughs> I was like, and I was like, all right, you have to do me now. What are my five good things? And these are his five, and I'm never gonna forget them for my whole entire life. He said, number one, you're fat, <laughs> and I was like, that's not a good. That's not a, like you're you're starting off pretty rough here, but I guess we can go forward only up. And he's like, you're fat, and you yell at everybody, Aww. and you're mean, and. You're good at basketball. And I was like, all right, that's good, that's good enough. That's, yeah. That that's, that's that's sounds cool like one of your – That sounds like
0: one of your like MAGA rooting uh, Trump fans who follow you on Twitter, which is the weirdest <laughs> dynamic it, yeah, I find. It's
3: really, it's really dumb. Uh, it makes It makes sense though. So I figured out what was happening because I was like, why do I keep having to every like three weeks, two weeks, have the same conversation with people? I don't understand what's going on. And then I realized – What's happening is uh, I will, whatever, a piece of news will come out and I'll be like, fuck Donald Trump, this guy's Mm -hmm. a racist. If you Mm -hmm. you support him, you're racist. Mm -hmm. And then uh, people will make a big fuss about it and then I'll have to block some people and here we go. Um, But then between that time and whenever the next time is that I do it, uh, an event will happen and I'll make some jokes about it and more people will follow me. And in that group of new people who have followed me, they haven't seen any of that stuff yet, so (laughs) when I do it, they're like oh wait like i i didn't sign up for it. like the other day we were doing like some fundraiser stuff and a bunch of new people started following me and then mm-hmm. some people were like asking me for money in my mentions and then some people were coming behind them and be like don't give this person money look at his twitter page and it's just all straight trump stuff oh. like uh, like oh that's when i figured okay this is what's going on here it's just, it's just new people they don't know yet but they're going to find out
0: right so uh, you have been uh, a New York Times best-selling author for quite a while now and yeah. which is really awesome and you put together a great body of work. You have a new project out that you are doing uh, yourself which is totally based around the TV show Scrubs
3: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: And for anybody That's... who doesn't know about that, now would be the good time to tell him.
3: Okay, so what that thing is is like you mentioned, we have three books that have been bestsellers so far through like proper publishers. Uh, I, I do all of my books with this guy named Arturo Torres. this yes. other, other Mexican guy who lives in Dallas.
1: And Sam Weiner is also Mexican.
3: <laughs> yeah, Samantha Weiner was the editor for two of the three books. Yes, she's a she's a, uh, one of the rare Jewish Mexicans. <laughs> we've, uh, we've we brought her into the into the gang, um, but normally she also you know, yells to,
0: a lot. By the way
3: she does she does we do uh, we do our books through a traditional publisher and there you go but we wanted to do a thing only about scrubs and uh, I didn't know if like publishers were going to be interested in that this is this is a TV show that's been off the air for 10 years and it doesn't have like a super cult following like what maybe something like The Office does Um, so we just decided we were going to do it ourselves so yeah, it's basically an ebook. It's ten illustrated essays about the show Scrubs. Every essay has like a couple pieces of art in it, and then I'm just writing about the show, and and there you go. That's what it is. It's awesome.
1: Would I like it, even though I haven't ever seen an episode of Scrubs?
3: Yeah, you would like it because so the trick is when you when you're an author, your job is you have to write about this thing in a way that is a accessible to everybody, um, and b also sort of challenging two people who have a a very familiar uh, knowledge with whatever it is you're writing about. So like the basketball book, when I wrote the basketball book, it had to be something that anybody could pick up and open and it would make sense. But it also had to be something that a person who's been watching basketball for their whole lives could open it and be like, Oh, this person knows what they're talking about. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Um, So that's what it is. Uh, So yeah, if you haven't seen Scrubs, you're going to read it and go like, Oh, this makes sense. For example, there's an essay in there that's just all about, um different doctors in pop culture. Because Scrubs is a medical show. A medical workplace comedy. Oh,
1: we're we're taking it all the way back together, like, to ground <laughs> yeah, zero yeah, yeah. where you're just like, oh you know nothing about this show. <laughs> no, I know yeah. some things about this show. I know it's the guy from Clueless <laughs> and the guy from Garden State. <laughs> right? yeah, and they're yeah, like yeah. best friends and they're doctors. And they wear Scrubs. Exactly. Yeah.
3: That's that's what it is. So one of the one of the essays in there uh, we just use Scrubs as an entry point, and then okay, cool. Now we're going to talk about all of the, all of the pop culture doctors, like, like doctor from everybody from Doctor Hannibal Lecter to like the doctor that Kendrick Lamar mentions on Good Kid, Mad City. Right? Wow, so, like wow. all, like all of them in there. And we're just like, we're imagining them all sort of hanging out together, and we're writing a thing like in heaven. Like, that. <laughs> <laughs> like no, so the 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 premise. Oh, you know what? This is a perfect time. We were just talking about Mean Girls. Here's the premise for the for the essay. The, the the premise is pretend that we're like in a big ballroom at like a Marriott or a, or a Hilton in Dallas, Texas. Done. And there's, a, there's, <laughs> and there's a we're in the ballroom. There are a bunch of these like I don't know if you've ever been to been to like a company conference at one of these things. But you've got all of these tables with tablecloths. Each table has six or eight seats in it. Um, and what we're doing is we're saying okay, every doctor from pop culture attends. This annual event—it's the doctor dinner—and they all just sit at a table. So you've got a table full of like whatever doc, like like uh, Doogie Howser is sitting there, and he's with Doctor Dre and Doctor Pepper and Doctor whatever. <laughs> um, so the, the 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 game here is: all right, if you are in charge of like who gets to sit at your table, Regina George style, mm-hmm. which 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 seven doctors are you going to pick to sit with you? Who's going to have Who's going to make for the, the the like most interesting evening conversation? Okay, and then I'm just you know writing my way through that. Uh, Doctor
1: Pimple, Do- Dr. Pimple <laughs> Popper. Um, Doctor Pimple Popper, Doctor Richard Kimball. Oh, that's a good one from he's Fugitive. Very,
3: yeah, he's a very good one. That's a good that. See, that would be an interesting pick because you're like, oh shit, you're the guy who you had you had yeah, a one armed man killed your like. That's a, <laughs> that's a that's a story right there. You know what I'm saying? Uh,
0: Shay, I know you've been to New York like. Less than a handful of times maybe
3: yeah I only go out there if I have a book that comes out yeah otherwise I try to stay away from New York
0: and there's 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 a huge doctor out here whose name is dr. zismore who was uh, really famous for uh, cleansing people's skin so dr. zismore would be another one yeah any other your,
3: ta- your table sounds gross you <laughs> a guy. Like all, all of your stuff is acne-based right now. <laughs> you should, you should spread that out a little bit. I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> all right, if if people want to get this book of yours, where can they find yeah.
3: it? Uh, it's only available through me. I set up this website. It's called Sacred Heart Gang. Sacred Heart, like is the hospital from the show. Sacred Heart Gang, G A N G. dot com, and you just go there. It takes like ten seconds. You give me some money, I give you the thing, and there you go. <laughs>
0: Are you willing to make home deliveries?
3: Fuck no, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm not leaving my house until October.
0: Well, yeah. Are you stocked up? Are you uh, doing fresh direct or how do you how do you make this happen? Do you have the kids farming?
3: <laughs> yeah, we 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 built a farm in the backyard. We're doing like fucking a quiet place at our house.
1: Yeah, oh, um, I hate that movie. I hate that movie so much. <laughs>
3: You hate you hate a quiet place. What's wrong with you?
1: I hate everything about it. I'm just like the holes in the plot are just so gaping wide. <laughs> where I'm just like, oh, these people still don't know to be quiet. <laughs> it's
3: the it's kids though. The kids know to be quiet. I mean, no, but even
1: in the, the sequel, the wife is just like,
3: hey, be <laughs> <you take> quiet. be <laughs> <laughs> quiet, quiet, quiet. Place is a good a good fun movie, and I'm mad you're saying me <laughs> things about it uh, i was just her, like and by house.
1: the way they can talk by the river
3: <laughs> yeah
1: no none yeah, of this could, makes sense very dumb you could, yeah they deserve um, to die
3: they didn't they didn't deserve <laughs> to die uh so at the house yeah we we have supply we live not that far from a grocery store so we just i mean we're not like we're not the the people who hoard a bunch of stuff we have like enough to get for a few days and we'll just pop in and grab what we what we need
1: yeah, I think that's what's important to know is that the the supply chain is still running. Although last night I did go grocery shopping at 2 a.m. So, oh, nice! Yeah, what'd you get? <laughs> I got salmon and I got rice.
0: All right. Yeah.
3: There you go. I when, when, Laramie and I we were we we're celebrating our anniversary when all yes. of this stuff like really popped off. Right. Happy is anniversary that?
4: to you
1: guys! Wait, by is that the way. a coincidence? <laughs>
3: Yeah, this is a 100% coincidence. Quen- like I didn't know anything <laughs> about anything. And then we were we were we were in Hawaii is where we were. We were in Hawaii and we were just like minding our own business, having a good time. And then like the day we left is when everything just went crazy. That's when they canceled the NBA. It was that day. I
0: yeah. Was wait, day. What where, was that flight we were,
3: like? Uh it was miserable. Yeah. Because prior to then we were like we weren't worried about anything. Nobody was really talking about it. I was watching it happen on Twitter and being like, "Okay, Let's make sure we're keeping our hands clean. We're gonna stay. I was like coronavirus Hawaii Google searches like crazy, and they didn't have any cases, and then they maybe had one who was on a cruise ship. Whatever. I was like on top of it, but I wasn't too worried about it because nobody was really freaking out. And then, like the last day that we were there, is the the NBA stuff happened, and then I got super nervous because I'm like, okay, I think people know more than they're telling us. We need to get home immediately. So. We were, like, at the airport. I'm freaking out because there's a bunch of people around. I'm trying to, like, stay as far away from everybody as I can doing this whole thing. But whatever. I called my mom and I was like, hey, mom, I don't know what it's like in San Antonio, but it feels like everything's about to get a little bit nutty. Would you would you mind, like, ordering us some some groceries just to the house? Not a lot of yeah. stuff, but, like, I don't know. Maybe they close the grocery store for two days and when we get there and we have five five people and no food. And I'm like, can you just uh, – order some stuff for us can you grab some stuff she's like alright cool cause she was in Corpus and there was nothing happening in Corpus at the time I said just grab it there when you come back we'll pick it up from you and we came home and this girl got like 8 cans of beans <laughs> and, a couple of, and a couple of bags of rice, and called it a, and called it a wrap. And I was like, "All right, that's." <laughs> and, and, and like a free a freezer full of chili. So so she was going straight. That's perfect. Mom style, which was I great. love that. That was really adorable. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, shout out to your mom. Shout out to your whole family. Uh, love to you and yours. Uh, we'll be checking in sacredheartgang.com. Yeah. People should go there, check it out. Shay, thanks as always, and uh, we'll talk to you soon.
3: All uh, right, young man. Y'all be safe.
0: Are you too? Yep. Love you. All right, we're gonna try JoJo now. Let's see how this goes. What's up? Hey! What's happening? How are you?
4: Ah, oh, just moving to my second cup of coffee. Felt yeah. Really feeling real hype.
1: Yo. By the way, from this angle, it looks like you're putting on chinchilla, but it is, I guess, a blanket.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's it's just like a like a real chill Sedona style blanket
0: Uh, Jojo you were last on uh, A Waste of Time with It's The Real like five years ago we were so looking forward to having you back seeing you in person and uh, putting on a way better podcast (laughs) than we had done five years ago because we're way better at our job now and then (laughs) the world ends and here we are the only way to get you on the podcast is to talk about (laughs) all the shit that's going on in the world how are you holding up
4: I'm personally holding up quite well so far, um, and I'm really grateful that my mom just moved to LA from Boston, so she's at my place, and we are self uh, self preserving, self isolating together, me, her, and my dog. Awesome. And just trying to stay stay cool in the mind, you know what I mean? Because you can easily
1: yeah go, go to down some, of dark yeah dark places. I, um, mm-hmm. I've been watching your Instagram live you've been doing more of those and I think that's been dope that to, to see you interacting with people um, who, who wouldn't be able to see you on tour and and um, and talk to you like in that in, in other ways so I, I, I've really appreciated you like singing and doing covers and uh, playing with your candle and showing off your staircase and you know
4: <laughs> <Shut up>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's really the only thing I can do is hopefully bring some type of uh, distraction or levity or entertainment through singing and just uh, being creative yeah. however I can um, for whoever wants to watch it. So that's really it. But it's I actually didn't really use the live feature at all on Instagram. So this has been an exploration for the past four days, five
0: days. Yeah, it's it's super important. Um, we found, especially like doing this, to check in on people, to FaceTime people, to call people, to just yes. like, even though we live in these four walls, it's like there's other people who are going through similar things who feel the same and you don't honestly uh, wear this this weight on your shoulders that can feel overwhelming.
4: Yeah, I think that just because we're isolating physically, we definitely shouldn't, Shouldn't isolate from people. Like we, we have the technology. We should be using it, whether we're Skyping or Facetiming or using this thing called Zoom. I did an interview earlier today using Zoom, and apparently, you can like have 18 people on a chat. and oh, that's too many. Watch, watch <laughs> the show. Way too many. No. I agree. I think I think that's a lot. But um. But I think that we have to check up on each other because we're all handling it differently. So even if you're doing well, let's just not assume. Let's let's check up on people.
0: Yeah. So this is not uh, the ideal rollout for your new project, is it?
4: <laughs> no, this is not what we planned. I, I mean, who <laughs> the fuck would have thunk that Cra- we crazy. ever see something like this? So, yeah, I just released my single, <laughs> Man, which is the first song of my album, Good to Know. Um Good to know comes out May 1st. But yeah, so like it also feels weird promoting something or like wanting to get it out there. But, you know, we can't completely stop our lives. Our lives are changing right now, but that doesn't mean that we're going to let everything go to shit. Yeah, we um, were just
0: actually talking about that. Like I was, I was like, is this weird to – to work you know it it, there's this there's this feeling where it's just like oh there's bigger things at hand is it it selfish of me to you know do work put my mind on this professional side of things and
4: well I think that I mean we're in entertainment and we could there could always be a case for what we're doing is selfish you know what I mean but I think that we we create pastimes for people and we give them content to consume and to bring them joy or bring them thought, you know, just things to consider or things to laugh at, whatever, things to um, inspire. So I think at any time it could, it could be argued that like, what we're doing is selfish. I, I have those thoughts sometimes too, Oh yeah, you know what I mean? Like, no, maybe sure. I should just give it all up and be a nun, or, <laughs> you know, but like, but then I'm like, no, Joe, like, <laughs> Yeah, I think you're supposed to make music, but I'm actually, me and my label, we made a like last minute call way before anything was going on with COVID-19 or or anything that we knew um, to switch the first single because it was gonna be this song called Small Things, which will eventually be a single, but we switched it to Man because I I had just come off of like such such a great beginning of this new year. And I just released this mini documentary yep. and uh, my song with PJ Morton won R and B song of the year and Congratulations. I was feeling no really, yeah, that was yeah. nice. I was just was feeling nice. really good, feeling confident, feeling strong, feeling, you know, sexy and cool and all the things that I wanna feel right now in my life. So to to go with that song Small Things would have been like strange energetically because I would have had to sing this sad song all the time and it just didn't feel like the appropriate vibe. So actually it's it's really interesting for me and this rollout for the project because man is something that's lighter and something that feels fun and you can put it on and feel good and dance to it. So I'm, I'm actually thankful that this song is out right now because the, the last thing I'd want to do is put something depressing or like emo yeah. into the world. That's just not what what we need right now.
0: For you know, sure. I mean, and uh, shout out to a couple of our friends who are in your video, uh, Uh, Ari Lennox and uh, Tinashe. I love the fact that that you're rocking with them. Um, How did you meet Ari?
4: We met in New Orleans for Essence Fest at a Spotify event I think and she was the sweetest. I couldn't even believe some of the things that she was saying to me. Like She was just giving me so much love and it's always crazy for me to meet young women who are you know just starting their careers but we're around the same age and for them to tell me that you know they quote unquote you know studied me growing up it's just crazy Absolutely. Like, yeah so um, she is a she has become a, a dear friend and I just fucking love her and well,
1: on the other side what was it like meeting Mariah Carey and singing with her
4: oh, oh my god <laughs> that, that was unbelievable I never thought as a little girl that I would be able to do that I guess I dreamed but (laughs) it all started it all started with me sliding into her dms and telling her this dream that I had of having a glass of wine with her and because I have literally had a dream about having a glass of wine with her and then she's like oh darling one day you know we need to make that happen so I was like I see that you have a few Vegas shows coming up. I'm sure they're sold out. But is there any way that you could get me plus one on the list? Like, wow. you mean the world to me. So I just went for it.
1: That's fucking dope. And
4: um, because Wait, so, we had been, like, liking so- each other's pictures and stuff, kind of flirting. On the <laughs> <ground>. <laughs> and um, and I'm her, her and her team were just so friggin' amazing and nice. And I can't believe that. I got to be in her presence and tell her what she means to me because she taught me how to sing. Mm. You know, she, her and, and Whitney Houston are the ones they're the reason why I think a lot of us sing and sing the way we do. Um, so like I'm still learning from, from those women.
1: Wait, so did she, she followed you at some point?
4: Yeah. I think we, I think she started following me. Yeah. Within the past couple of years.
1: And so, like, when that happened, was that, like, the biggest moment until actually meeting her? I mean, like, I, yes. I want to. Like...
4: <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I would send screenshots when she would like my photos or leave a comment oh or when she God. followed me. I mean, it was definitely I sent it to so many people. I'm like, bitch, you can't tell me nothing. <laughs> Mariah Carey knows who I am. Like, <laughs> You know that meme where where it's like I don't know her. Like my friends were like, that doesn't apply to you. <laughs> <He knows> you. <laughs> so it was fucking rad.
0: I love how you how you manifested that. How you were just like, oh, I had this dream. Let me follow through on it. Let me make it happen. What other things have up. have you put into the universe and you've seen them sort of come to fruition? I mean, this phone call. Yes, that. Yeah. Besides this phone call.
4: But, but well, besides this phone call, I mean. <laughs> when i was 13 i i promised myself that i wouldn't go to the grammys until i was nominated and i didn't think that it would take as long as it did (laughs) maybe 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 that's like a a grandiose thought but i don't know i just you know i had had so much success in in my career especially early on that um again you you can plan a pretty picnic but you can't predict the weather you never know how things are gonna you never know how things are gonna shape shape up um so At 29 years old, I just turned 29 in December. Um, That was my first time ever on the Grammy's red carpet. Mm. And because I just I don't like to be places where I have no need to be or like I have nothing to contribute or talk about. So um, PJ's song that I'm featured with him on, Mm Uh, called "Say So" that was nominated for R&B Song of the Year. We ended up winning, and uh, you know it, that was that was my reason for being there. So I guess I, I manifested. I mean, I never, I one hundred percent thought that we had zero chance of winning. Really? So I actually, absolutely, the the category was lit. So I was just like, nah. Like, there's such bigger songs. It's because, it, and it, you know, the awards are so political. I just mm-hmm. didn't think that it was going to happen, but um, but it did. So I, I guess that's a manifestation I had always always uh dreamed of being some you know part of something like that and I think also just I don't know little things too I, I think attacking one thing at a time controlling what you can control letting go of what you can't acceptance mm. and gratitude I think that goes a long way
0: especially in these times by the yeah. way by the way um only
1: because I saw you uh, like putting your hand uh, like into the flame of your candle. I have to ask you, what are your thoughts on crystals?
4: Uh, you're asking if I'm a crystal bitch. <laughs> one, one, of those, one of those white bitches. Um, <laughs> um, I like crystals, but I don't really know enough about them to be like, oh yeah, I'm harnessing the property of, <laughs> you know, Tanzanites. And uh, I, I feel it. I feel the Moldavite. Uh, changing my chakras And aligning them and stuff I don't really know I mean I have a few by my bed Sometimes I fuck with them But like not really I just have them Because I think They might do something Why not You know.
1: Yeah I feel like right now Is the time to really harness Whatever's going on In those rocks
4: Yeah <laughs> I mean, why not? I, I, it's not going to do any harm, I don't think. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, Talk like, how, you like them.
1: how are you passing the time other than, you know, IG Live and talking to. Um,
0: yeah. Are you cooking? Are you, like, taking walks?
4: I am cooking. I am chilling with my dog. Um, I'm taking piano lessons on YouTube. Wow. I'm. Uh, what else am I doing? Did
1: you know piano, like, at all beforehand?
4: I have a. A foundation in it but now this is giving me time that yeah. i didn't have yeah but i and i i realized that i was going 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 and grinding and in, in ways that i actually didn't even realize that i was like i'm this is forcing us all to slow down and uh and schedule being control complete control of our schedules if we're you know if we don't have to take care of uh, kids or anything so it's just me, my mom, and my dog. And yeah, we're, we're staying active. I'm doing workouts at home and making little tutorials of like, uh, I made a uh, a cocktail yesterday. I'm going to make another one called the good to know using some Hennessy later this week. Um, and
1: Is it all Hennessy?
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's pretty much just a glass <laughs> of Hennessy. <laughs> that, would, that would be great. No, no. It's like a Hennessy sidecar. With, with a little twist that I still haven't figured out what that twist is going to be. But I'm going to experiment. I love mixology. So just having fun with different sensual arts. Whether it be mixology, cooking, you know, dancing, uh, pole work, floor work. All these different things that I enjoy. Why not?
0: Yeah. Um, so when you were originally on our podcast, uh, we talked about your whole life uh, to that point. And you know who was a huge fan of that episode? Bun B and bun really? yeah cuz bun was Respect. like he was he was like we always paid attention to contracts in the music business because they didn't like their deal a lot of people had you know issues of of varying levels of you know <laughs> shadiness shadiness yeah. and uh, yours obviously is on one very far end of the spectrum as uh, a terrible terrible contract and uh, but bun was a huge fan of that episode and uh, I always thought that was uh, pretty damn cool.
4: He's pretty damn cool. He my is. friend Lido, who produced a lot of my album, has told me how dope he is and just how like informed and how much of a obviously he's an OG. Yeah. So that's really cool to hear. Yeah. Um, and that 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 people that I didn't even think uh, were. You know we're we're tuning in and paying attention. Well, no,
0: only and- he's the only person that listens <laughs> to the episode.
4: Oh well, at least Bun B listens. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, <laughs> also, up. I loved I loved in your documentary that you put out recently uh, that you got to talk about your partnership with Aaron Beishuk, who's another friend of ours, and the fact that you guys were able to circle back and reconnect now that he's running Warner Records, and it's such a nice creative. Uh, friendship and partnership, and it's really satisfying for us to see you guys reconnect after uh, a few years apart and see this body of work come to fruition while you're over there.
4: Man, that's my guy. I I love him. I have so much respect for him, and we've worked together on and off for a long time. He signed me first to Atlantic when he was an A&R over there, you know, coming off of the success with Bruno Mars, and his Trajectory just kept, you know, going upward and upward. And I was kind of lost in the shuffle because when you, you know, sign to a label, you can't just be like, oh, well, my champion isn't there anymore. Let me move along. Like, there's just so much that people don't get to see behind the scenes that really inform the way things go. Mm -hmm. But bottom line, that's my dude. I know I'm at the right place with Warner. I have my label Clover Music there. And uh, I feel really supported, and and I just have like such an amazing group of people that I that I get to work with, and it's it's really is a partnership. I've never felt that as much as I feel it right now.
0: Well, that's pretty special. Okay, so Man is out now. Go stream Ooh. that everywhere. Your project, your full project, drops on May first, right? That's right. May 1st. And uh, in the meantime, you're good. You're going to be doing tutorials. You're learning how to play the piano. Uh, your mom and your dog are there. You have coffee every morning. You are uh, an East Coast girl in your heart. Ooh, is this dunk- right. Is this Dunkin' Donuts coffee?
4: Yo, swear to God, <laughs> yes, it is. Hold on. I, I literally found it at the grocery store. Let's let, let see what flavor it is. This is Dunkies. Okay. It's Dolce de Leche cookie. There you go. Now this is this is very not this is the most like Boston thing I've done recently. I'm saying because this is artificially flavored, already <laughs> ground coffee. But let me also admit to you that I do have organic, hundred miles, stump town coffee roasters, like whole bean. Don't do it. Um, right behind there. Don't nah, do it, Joe. I gotta do it. I like all. The, I like. I am both. I live somewhere in the balance.
0: You're a complicated person. <laughs>
4: Yeah, wait. Yeah,
1: uh, right. I, I have t- uh, some really important questions. Uh, what do you call sprinkles?
4: Jimmy's. <laughs>
1: Correct. And <laughs> I went to school at BU, so like I—that's like one of the things that I picked up. Yeah. Do you still say wicked?
4: Oh yeah, I do, and I hope I never lose that. I really like <laughs> it. Like yeah, oh, that was wicked good, or I'm wicked tired, or you know whatever.
1: Yeah, I like that. Like the Boston just came out. I know. I like where like too, yeah. JoJo's like never. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Never <laughs> <laughs> you can actually hear it um in in man. You can hear uh where uh I've been looking but he's so rare. Yeah no Betty out there who gonna step up to the plate, yeah. Um because I think it actually comes out most when I'm singing. I, I like refuse to say R oh, as well
1: <laughs> Even though like it feels like a lot of people lose their accents when they sing, right? Like like you never know that a British singer is a British right, singer. Right.
4: That is true, but for me, it's the opposite.
1: Yeah, you put it, like, down.
4: <laughs> put it down. Just like um, the Dunkin'
1: Donuts. Also, did you... You did the... um? What series is it? It's, like, Cosmo... I think, like, uh, they, like, give you a word, and you have to think of a song with the word.
4: Oh, yeah, Song Association. Yeah, I've done a few of those.
1: It's so good. Like, it's one of my favorite oh, series they- on, on YouTube.
4: Oh, yeah. I think it's so fun. Like, they... It's, it's it's a really fun time to be an artist, actually, if you don't take yourself too seriously. Like, they have us do some wild shit. And it's yeah,
1: funny. yeah. Is that the most stress that you've ever, like, been under?
4: <laughs> definitely the most stress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I developed an ulcer. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, it's chill.
0: All right. Well, Jojo, thanks so much for being a part of this. Uh, love to you, your mom, and your dog. And uh, okay, thank you. we'll all get through this uh, thanks to, I think, uh all staying sane. And, and your your Instagram lives are, are a super important part of that. And we appreciate you for that. And we'll uh, hopefully be checking in real soon.
4: Thank you. I hope all your family is well. Hope you guys stay well. And um, yeah, I hope to see you in person. Right. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Take care. Bye. Bye. Shout out to JoJo. Shout out to uh, David Cho. Yep. Shout out to Shea Serrano. Jeff. Everybody rhymes. We have uh, gotten to the point now where... My phone is on twenty percent. Mm-hmm. Styles P did hit us, mm-hmm. and so we could call him now.
1: No, we can do that another time. Okay, so we'll yeah. call
0: Styles another time.
1: Um, how are you feeling? I feel much better now than I did at the beginning of this whole thing. Yeah, um, only because I feel more awake. Yeah. Again, I was food shopping at two a.m. last <laughs> night, so I just um,
0: I feel good. You? I, I'm I'm I feel great again. Being outside. Hearing that the world is still turning was super helpful to me. Yeah. Um. Showering early, uh, eating, you know, breakfast at a regular time felt good. Uh, watching, honestly, watching news bloopers made me laugh and become alive. Yep. Uh, was there anyone online at two in the morning? You mean like
1: on the grocery store? At line? the grocery store. Uh, there was one girl who I promise I'm a I'm a tall drink of water. Yeah. She was taller than me. Whoa. And she seemed to be on something. Okay. Only because she was, like, the only person in the grocery store, and she was directing... Like, she she laid out everything on one unused conveyor belt. Yes. And then was, like, telling different staffers, like... That she needed more things. <laughs> and it was like all just like very random like stuff. It was like sushi, but also like a quinoa salad, which I guess isn't that random. Mm-hmm. But it was just like everything was just laid out. And so uh I don't know, man. It was 2 a.m. <laughs> well, all she right. was in a weird place. I was in a weird place. And
0: this is a weird place, not a quiet place. Fuck a quiet place. <laughs> it's an awful movie. As always, guys, not for real, for real. Sure, sure. We'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs>